0: Welcome to the podcast of the First Baptist Church of Tryon. I'm Jeff Harris. I'm the pastor here at First Baptist, and I'm grateful for you joining us today. I must say, podcast might be a bit of a stretch because really this is our weekly sermon, and I'm grateful that you've taken the time to listen to this week's sermon. I will give one word of warning, though, especially to those of you who are driving. Sermons um, from time to time tend to put people to sleep, so if you're driving, be real careful we don't want you to fall asleep because we'd love to have you tune in next week. I hope you enjoy this week's sermon, although enjoy is really not the intended outcome of a sermon, but I am grateful that you took the time to listen, and I hope you have a great week. I'll catch you next week. The peace of Christ be with you. Amen. We welcome you to First Baptist Church. We welcome those of you who are here in person and those of you who are joining us online from home. In whatever capacity you are with us, we are grateful that we can be together. If you're a guest here, we are especially grateful to have you with us this morning. There is a a welcome card in the pew pocket in front of you and if you would Uh, fill that out and place it in the offering plate then we will know that you have been with us. There is much for which we are thankful and this is a special service of Thanksgiving and I am thankful that for the first time in a really really long time you were in this space for in-person Sunday School this morning It almost felt normal around here, seeing people in their normal places and spaces, and I'm grateful that we could share that experience together. So at this time, let us take a deep breath. Let us ready ourselves for the worship of God. We will give thanks to you, O Lord, with our whole heart. We will tell all your wonderful We will be glad and exult in you.
1: Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, creator and sustainer of life, we give you thanks that we can gather here today to worship you. Quiet our hearts and minds and slow us down so that we can know your power. Thank you for your love, your mercy and grace and your promise that you will always be with us. Open our eyes so that we can see and feel your beautiful and holy presence. Let your praises be on our hearts and voices. We come to you through Jesus your Son and give you the glory for the wonderful things that you have done. Amen.
2: Some youngsters here. Good, good morning. So, when I go, hi, girls and boys, you go, hi, Mr. Skip. Remember, that's how we did a long time ago. Ready? Hi, girls and boys. Hi, Mr. Skip. And welcome to the children's time. All right. We got that done. Great. Well, this coming Thursday is what? I thought that we would do a good thing for the church today. Let's decorate it, okay? Yeah. Wow, there's a lot of church to decorate here, don't you think? Hmm, I tell you what. Leah, could you help me? Let's put a sign up, okay? Would you like to do that for me? And Kate, can you help too? Come on up here. There we go. Let's put a sign up for decorating our church, okay? There you go, put this one down there on that step, right down there, put that right down on the front. You would do it, we'll do it together, okay? We'll put it right down here so everybody can see, okay? That's the first letter of our big sign that we're putting here for our church. The next one would be right down here, good girl. And then the next one, What's this letter coming? What do you guys think these are saying here? Give. That's right. And let's see. What's our next one here? G I V E. There you go. Give. So what's coming up on Thursday? Thanks. You got that right. Let's put our thanks over here. Okay. There's thanks. T H A there we go. You do it. There. Stick it right on there. Very good. This won't take too much longer. We'll get it here. because you see, when Mr. Skip came in here this morning, I thought we were going to have a cornucopia right here.
3: <laughs>
2: I got two on there. Yeah, take it off there. Fix that for me. There you go. And there's our A. T H O, there are two. I'm sorry. There you go. T H A N K S. And we only got a couple more. Two more over here. What do you think? Is that good? Is that coming together? I didn't know it would take this long, Mr. Jeff. Okay, we got two more. Let's see here. Can you put that one up there, right on the top step here? And let's see, right here. This one. And our final ones. We need another step. Hey, what can we do? Maybe we can get you guys to hold these for the whole service, huh? Would you like to hold these here in the front? And the pastor wouldn't mind, would he? No, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. You take this one right here, Katie, right there, the D. There you go. Lee, you take that one right there, G. And let's just put God's name right here on his table. Okay? Put the G right here. Where's the O? Bring the O over here in the middle. That's good. Oh, you're doing great. Let's stick it up there. Give, thanks. What does that say, guys? Give thanks to God. That's what Thanksgiving's all about. Put your hands together, bow your heads, and say with me. Dear God, thank you for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We We love you. Amen.
1: Read responsively with me. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream.
3: Then our mouth was filled with laughter, and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them.
1: The Lord has done great things for us, and we rejoiced. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy.
3: Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves.
1: Thank you.
4: Well, this building project didn't take long. (laughs) After all, the capital improvement team was only appointed by the deacons in January of 2017. That's not quite five years ago. Before I get into the final figures of the project, I want to recognize some of our members that I'm extremely thankful for. We met, we discussed, we listened, we negotiated. Some might even say we argued. We reasoned and we found common ground to give our vision to John Walters, our architect who put it on paper. The Capital Improvement team members are Kathy Johnson, Ron Frady, Lane Price, Phil Korn in the early days, and Jeff Harris. Each of these people provided valuable input and somewhere in this project is their identifying mark. Many years back, Bill Henderson told me that Jeff Harris was mature beyond his years. During this process, he showed that maturity time and time again. I'm thankful for Jeff Harris and his leadership. I'm thankful for two people outside of our church family. John Walters, who took our discussions and transferred them to paper, so tastefully and beautifully, and to Larry Sikora, who showed us how to ask and to receive to carry out this vision and enable our church to look into the future. I'm thankful for, and also want to give special recognition to our church treasurer, but more importantly, a member of our church, Shelby Faust. When a banking issue arose, she was there. When a money issue, problem arose she was there her expertise given to this project was and is immeasurable and invaluable i'm thankful for and also want to recognize the stewardship committee for listening and finding a way to fulfill the needs to finish the project i'm also thankful for the contributions of the house and ground committee who freely gave her their 2020 and 21 2021 budget to complete items that were not included in the construction contract. I'm thankful to the Deacon Board, who since our appointment in 2017 has been with us every step of the way, always encouraging and trying to find ways to help. And finally, to each of you for sitting out there today, who were a part of this from the beginning, who gave your verbal support, your constructive criticism, and your financial support, I want to say I'm most thankful for each and every one of you. I wouldn't normally name names, but I want to lift someone up today that was a big source of encouragement to me, and I'm sure he doesn't even know. It was the afternoon after our presentation to the congregation, laying out how much money we needed to proceed. In other words, day one of our capital campaign. After church, I had gone for an afternoon walk on the trail above our house. While walking, I received a phone call. The caller ID said, Bob Blair. You know, Bob's sort of like EF Hutton. When Bob speaks, people listen. I have to admit, a thousand thoughts went through my head. The most prevalent was how a request to the church family had been received. Paraphrasing that conversation from Bob, He said, Ellis, I'm excited about the project that was proposed today, and I believe it will be good for the church. The next words he said, I do remember this, I want to support this project. I was thankful for Bob Lair that day and every day since, because in my mind, that started us on the road to achieving our goal. Our final contract price for this project is $1,460,541.57. In addition to this amount some $71,000 was paid from available funds making our total project just north of $1,531,000. The loan amount from Home Trust Bank currently stands at $460,000 $29 and 56 cents. This is a note that is amortized over 20 years, but there's a balloon payment at the end of five years, which occurs July the 15th, 2026. And this note bears an interest rate of 3.87%. The amount (coughs) pledged to the capital campaign initially was $1,047,860. The amount given to the capital campaign so far is $1,023,523. $149,373 of the amount pledged has not been received. This means we have received around $125,000 above the pledged amounts. We are currently in our third and final year of receiving the pledged amounts. The occupancy permit was issued by the county December the 30th, 2020. This was also the date of substantial completion for the contractor, TC Strickland Construction Company Incorporated. As you have heard, I'm thankful for many things that have occurred in recent years. In addition, I'm thankful for my wife of 50 years, Linda, my children, Trey and Amber, my grandchildren, Alyssa, TJ, Verray, Durham, and Henson. And this year we were blessed and are thankful for our first great grandchild, Elias ridge Woolman. God is good, and for that, I'm most thankful.
5: A reading from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all who are in high positions, so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. This is right and is acceptable in the sight of God our savior who desires everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God. There is also one mediator between God and humankind, Christ Jesus himself human who gave himself a ransom for all. This was attested at the right time for this. I was appointed a herald and an apostle, I am telling the truth. I am not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. This is the word of the Lord.
6: blessings. We use that word a lot, particularly at this time of the year. We're grateful people and we thank God and we talk about how grateful we are for our blessings. God's grace is so magnificent, we can't count those blessings. We can't even begin to name them all. But what about being a blessing? It's a little bit different. And in my mind, there is no more noble calling than to be a blessing to someone else. One of their old Baptist hymns, make me a blessing, I'm sure you all remember it, make me a blessing out of my life let Jesus shine. Our blessing box across the street was born out of this idea that no one in our community, especially children, would go to bed hungry if we could in some way do something about it. You in this sanctuary are a blessing to everyone who gets food out of that box. I shared with you a couple of weeks ago a part of a letter that was left inside of the box and the two phrases in that letter that keep going through my brain, bless the hands of those who put the food in here and then later on, it says something to the point, God told me not to worry that he would provide. As our pastor reminds us every single Sunday, you are the very body of Christ. Thank God and thank you as we continue to share our blessings with others.
7: Jeff asked me if I'd come up and give thanks this morning I wasn't sure if it was 18 months of running zoom or however long it's been you're afraid I might not show up again (laughs) or uh... this morning I want to give thanks for technology and what technology has done for us Um, and I think the biggest thing is the vaccine which allows us to get together this morning it's amazing that there's a group of people that had had this concept in their mind for years, that there was this particular type of virus might come along. And if it did this type of vaccine would be the thing that would work. And everybody had said, no, we're not going to have that. And there were leaders and such who knew that that moment would come someday. And when it did, they were prepared to act. And within a few hours, they were already creating things that could fight this. Now it took a little while to get to all of us, but I am grateful for the entire concept that people had in the distribution that has come from that. I am really grateful this year for high speed internet. Now, I know I'm not that old, but I remember when we got our first computer. I remember when we had an extra phone line put into our house so that we could have internet. I remember the sound of the dial-up. I I also remember just a few years ago when we could get something different at my grandmother's house that wasn't dial-up, and it's not much faster, but you don't have to listen to that particular tone to get on the internet. I'm grateful that over the last year, two years almost, that we've been able to go and spend some time with family, though it's outdoors. But we've been able to go and yet still be connected to this family here because of high-speed Internet, because of things like Zoom. Um, Let's see, we're on Zoom, Uh, Teams, another platform, Um, Skype, WebEx. I have spent six to eight hours a day since I was sent home from the office on Skype, WebEx, Teams, Zoom, and things like that doing my job which has allowed us in in my organization if you don't know we do organ transplant and this year we're close to 500 organs being transplanted that's 500 people that have woke up with new life without high-speed internet without technology without all of this stuff that wouldn't have happened but really the connection to you all the The technology of a mask that allows some people to show off their school pride that allows some of us to just blend in and folks not be able to see us when we snicker, but keeps us all safe. Um, Jeff, I am really thankful for the ability to have uh, Passover time. We did a Seder meal two times ago through zoom. I am grateful that we've been able to connect with grandparents and people across the country because of technology. And I'm also grateful when we don't have to use it and I can see you all's faces. So thank you for a moment to say thank you for all of that.
1: I'm reading Matthew 6, 25 through 33. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them are you not of more value than they and can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life and why do you worry about clothing consider the lilies of the field how they grow they neither toil nor spin yet I tell you even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying what will we eat or what will we drink or what shall we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things and indeed your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things but strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: Do not worry. Do not worry. Almost as soon as someone says that, you start to worry, right? You're like, wait a minute. I wasn't worrying until you just told me not to, and now there must be something that I'm worried about. It's just, it's it's really difficult to not worry. And I have done more than my fair share of worrying over these last 20 months or so. I've worried about the virus itself and what it has done to people and what it can do to people. I've worried about our hospitals being overwhelmed. I've worried about how the virus could affect food supply and how a lack of food could wreak havoc on the social order. I've worried about how the virus has been politicized and how it divides us. The one worry, though, kind of underneath all of those that was just kind of this constant worry was about us. I've worried about First Baptist Church of Tryon. And it was clear early on that we would need to amend how we worship and, and how we do ministry. It was just clear that we had to. It was the right thing to do, it was the Christ-like thing to do, and yet I was worried about what that would do to us. Especially in the middle of renovation and construction. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly how you want to do a capital campaign, right? You want to get that going and you have all this momentum, good things happening. You start this construction project and then a pandemic comes around. And for more than a year, we do not meet in person. <laughs> yeah, that's not quite how I drew that one up. Not quite how I imagined that one. And it worried me. And I know that I'm not the only one who worried. I know that it worried you as well. And yet, and yet, here we are. Here we are. And we're not here because we worried, by the way, right? We we didn't get here to this point because we worried and somehow the worrying was helpful. No, we got here because you remained faithful. We got here because God remained faithful. Worry doesn't help anyone or anything. Do not worry about your life. what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear. For if God feeds the bird, who, by the way, neither sows nor reaps, if God feeds the bird, won't God also feed you? Can worrying add a single hour to your life? No. No. It's not a trick question it's rather straightforward the answer is no it cannot doesn't help in fact it may subtract some time from your life and so instead of worrying jesus suggests this he says strive first for the kingdom of god strive first for the kingdom of god and if you do this then Everything will be all right. It'll be okay. And instead of worry and anxiety, Jesus says, why don't we focus our lives on something else? Why don't we focus our lives on mercy and grace? and kindness and compassion and forgiveness and reconciliation and service and sacrifice. Why don't we focus our lives on generosity and gratitude? And not just some generic form of gratitude. I mean, it's fine to just be grateful, right? Like just, you know, that's good. But we're not just grateful we're not just thankful we are thankful to god god is the source of our thanksgiving and god is the source of everything that we have and god is the source of everything that there is and this is not just any god this is not just some generic god This is the God revealed in Jesus. And this Jesus says clearly, stop worrying. Stop worrying because all will be well. Now, that doesn't mean everything will work out like we want it to. That doesn't mean there won't be hardship or tragedy. We well, you know that's not how life works, but, but here's the thing. Jesus says, all will be well, even when it isn't well. Everything will be okay, even when it's not okay. Because the one who started this good work among us will complete it. That is the essence of the Christian faith. The one who started this good work The one who breathed life into you and me and every living thing. The one who breathed life into this creation. The one who started all of this will bring it to completion. Because God is faithful. God is trustworthy. God is good. And that, my friends, you can count on. You can count on that. You can trust that. You can trust that. Thanks be to God that you can trust that. Thanks be to God that God is good. Thanks be to God that God is faithful. Thanks be to God. God. Amen. So our time of prayer this morning, our prayers of the people, we will practice the, this kind of discipline of gratitude. And if you will take your bulletin and you look on the very back page, you will see a little section that says, I am thankful for, and you'll see that it has today all the way through next Saturday, and there's three spaces there. I want you to practice gratitude this week. I want it to be something that we do together, and it's something you can do first thing when you get up in the morning or right before you go to bed at night, or you can spread those out over the day and do one in the morning, one in the midday, and one in the evening or something. But as a way to concretely say thanks to God for these gifts that are in our lives and for all around us. And so if you have a pen or a pencil, there should be pencils in the pew uh, in front of you somewhere around there. We're going to take two minutes, and we're going to be still, and we're going to be silent. I'm going to ask you to, to write down three things that you are thankful for, and this will be our prayer this morning. So let us now be still and quiet and give thanks. You have 30 seconds to finish. Lord we are so thankful for your love and your mercy for your grace for your forgiveness for the gift of life and friendship and family and love there are so many gifts oh Lord we have taken a moment to just write down a few of them we are deeply grateful We are grateful for the healing and the hope that you offer to us, O Lord. And I invite you here in the sanctuary to offer the names aloud of those who need God's healing and God's hope. If you are joining us from home, you may unmute yourself and offer those names aloud. Let us all now join our voices together as we pray in the way that Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Our hymn of response this morning is hymn 376 for the fruit of all creation. Let us stand and sing together. seated. So I hope you will engage in this practice of gratitude this week. It's an appropriate way to, to lead us to Thanksgiving, but not only to Thanksgiving, but to transition us into the season of Advent, which somehow, believe it or not, is next Sunday. So when you when you arrive here next Sunday, it'll, it will look a bit different in here. Um, and it's been a long time since we've been in this space to to celebrate that season together. And I and I look forward to that very much. Uh, Ellis and Beth and Mason, thank you so much for sharing your words of Thanksgiving and and for your service uh, during this time of uh, pandemic that's been difficult on all of us. I'm so deeply grateful for how faithful you have been, how generous you have been with your giving, how patient you have been, there are some churches that have literally gone crazy during the pandemic that have just kind of blown up and exploded. I have a few friends who served in places and, um, I can't tell you how grateful I am, um, for your spirit during this time. Thank you for that so much. So one of the things we're going to do, uh, during this Advent season, in the gathering space we're going to display some nativity and, and crushes whichever term you prefer so if you have one of those that you would like to bring and share with us uh, please uh, the instructions are in the bulletin if you have any questions about that uh, give jody a call and she'll be glad to help you with that one other way that you can show your thanksgiving Show your gratitude Uh, when you leave. This is a third Sunday, and on third Sundays, we always collect an offering for Thermal Belt Outreach Ministry. Uh, 100% of the money that you give to Thermal Belt through this offering goes to feed hungry people here in Polk County. So there are lots of ways that we uh, support Thermal Belt, uh, but this is one of our uh, kind of unique ways that we do this on third Sundays. So may we give to that this morning as well as we leave. It's been wonderful to be together. It was wonderful to see so many of you in Sunday school this morning. Um, I'm deeply grateful. Let's stand. May you go in peace to love and serve the Lord, and as you go, remember who you are. You are disciples of Jesus, our Lord and our brother, children of almighty God, bound together as brothers and sisters through the spirit. You are the very body of Christ. And so may you serve the Lord with gladness all your days. Amen and amen. Go in peace.